changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. Today, I want to talk about messages from heaven and the remarkable experiences that two women had as they were mourning a lost family member. Whether you believe in angels and miracles or just that good things can happen to good people, we have some really cool stories in this book with 101 what I call wow stories chosen from the thousands that were submitted. We make books like this because we hear from our writers all the time about these very interesting miracles that happen to them. And we get chills when we read these stories and we just shake our heads in wonder at them. So our first very cool story today involves snow and snow angels. So Wendy Portfors and her husband Brian had always been big fans of snow angels. Throughout their four decades together, they had made snow angels whenever they could. If it snowed, you would find them on their backs in unmarked snow, moving their arms and legs back and forth to make those snow angels. But after Brian died, Wendy stopped making snow angels because it wasn't any fun to do it alone. They had always made their angels side by side. And then one day it snowed and Wendy went out for a walk at sunrise on this walking path where she had actually installed a memorial bench inscribed in honor of Brian. Now, no one else was outside. The only other footprints she saw were deer tracks. She was approaching the memorial bench and still walking in completely unbroken snow because she was the first person there that morning. And then she saw something really astounding. There were no footprints anywhere near the bench, but just a couple of feet from it, were two perfectly created snow angels side by side, and the snow was undisturbed around them. So how did they get there? And why were they so close to Brian's memorial bench? Why were there no footprints anywhere near them? Wendy says, I smiled inwardly, knowing this was a sign from heaven. The angels were my husband's way of letting me know that he was here with me in this moment. I felt a swell of emotion building, but instead of letting the emotion push me to sadness, I embraced the blessing that our life together had been. Wendy took photos, then she brushed the snow off the bench and sat down, thinking about the hundreds of times that she and Brian had made snow angels. She says that she's going to start making snow angels again by herself. And she says, I can't explain how the snow angels appeared or why the angels were so close to Brian's bench. But it doesn't matter. All that matters is that it brought me comfort. So there was no explanation for how those snow angels appeared right beside the memorial bench for Wendy's husband. And in another story in our new book, Jane Addams tells us about her own mysterious, unexplainable, but very comforting message from heaven. Jane's mother had moved in with Jane after she sold her home, and she arrived with just a few suitcases, 
plus a couple of scraggly Christmas cacti that she just wouldn't give up because a favorite niece had given them to her. They didn't even bloom at Christmas, and Jane couldn't get them to thrive either. And she hated the fact that these Christmas cacti were dying in her care because her mother was dying too. She had three months to live. Jane's mother wasn't a member of a local church, but Jane found her a priest anyway. And remarkably, the priest who came was the most senior pastor at the church. And her mother and he got along beautifully. He visited frequently, and Jane would hear these two senior citizens laughing and talking. As the end drew near, family members flew in to visit. Jane's mother was tired but very happy after she saw them all. And after they left, she was finally ready to have a serious end-of-life conversation with her daughter. She asked Jane what kind of sign she wanted, which was a question that Jane was definitely not ready to hear. It seemed that her mother was accepting her death ahead of Jane accepting it. So Jane didn't know how to respond, but her gaze fell on those ridiculous, almost dead Christmas cacti, and she said, Okay, Mama, flowers then. Just send me a sign with flowers. I'll know it's you. Flowers it is, said her mother. Now off you go. I've got some praying to do. Jane's mother was actually praying for a safe trip for the priest, her new friend. He was off in Rome on official business. Two nights later, Jane's mother drew her last breath. They flew her back to her home for burial by her husband's side. And Jane and her family stayed there for a few days before returning home. When they got home, the stillness in the house was heartbreaking. Jane went into her mother's suite in the house, and she saw the medical equipment and the empty bed. And then she moved into the sitting room she had made for her mother, and she opened the plantation shutters. When she opened them, the light revealed a sight that Jane's mind just could not grasp. The two nearly dead Christmas cacti had fallen onto the floor and tumbling from every brown, scaly limb of those sad plants were hundreds of blossoms, red ones, white ones, pink ones. They covered the floor of the room. Jane sat down among those miraculous blossoms and she cried tears of joy. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. We'll be sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. And there you will find a button to sign up for the newsletter. I'm also going to be sharing a dozen stories from this new Angels book with you on the podcast, so keep listening for more of them, and be sure to listen to past episodes as well so that you get to hear all the stories from the book. Come back for our next episode to hear two stories from a different book, our fabulous new dog book. I'm going to talk about how two of our writers learned some big lessons in socializing from their dogs.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.